Robots Radio. Games. Lore. Stories. Community. Just press play. Welcome, weary traveler. Need a short rest? Oh, I see. They said you'd be showing up about now. Come on, through the portal. Best not keep the Lord Mistress and Lord Master waiting. You know how they get. Robots Radio presents The Dungeons and Dragons Lorecast. The best way for everyone from experienced dungeon masters to those curious about D&D to learn more about the worlds, creatures, and lore of Dungeons and Dragons. Hello and welcome to the Dungeons and Dragons Lorecast. My name is Sergio. And I am Mary. And we are, we're continuing our nine uh, hotter than the nine hells series it's we are uh it's so hot irl that it's hard to concentrate uh i it, i yeah, i it's... feel like we're going to be discussing like the, the the topography and the geography and and the environment of right. of avernus uh, spoiler mm-hmm. alert! If you haven't read the title of the episode, we're gonna be or talking... seen any of the announcements right, or any uh, of that stuff that we do beforehand. Mm-hmm. We're talking about Avernus, the first layer of the Nine Hells of Bator. Uh, as we discuss, uh, you know what it kind of feels like and looks like. Uh, I feel like I'm just describing Texas in the you know toward the end of June. Uh, it's 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 the evening. <sighs> it's seven o'clock. Like this would be the time. Like like 20 years ago, 20, maybe 10. I don't know. It's so hard. I can't even remember the past. Um, right. It's okay. Friends, your brain's fried. Friends would even be starting out there in it. on NBC in just a minute or two. Like, Hey, let's get all let's round. Let's get around the TV and watch friends. See what that wacky Joey's going to get into this week. Um, that's how, you know, it's like the nighttime because all like the, uh, all the sitcoms come on. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think they've changed since friends. Yeah. Um, who knows? But... I don't know. I don't watch I don't watch regular TV anymore, so does, I couldn't tell you. Does anyone? I don't know. I can't. How do cable companies? You know what? We're not here to talk about you know the good old days and the whippersnappers and and not he's, capitalism hell, different hell, a different hell. Uh, anyway, it's 102 degrees right now as we record At 7 this. 7 p.m. It's disgusting. Uh, it's ridiculous. But we yeah, are going to talk about Avernus. Uh, Avernus, as I have been known to call it jokingly, so much that. Uh, sometimes I accidentally say Avernus. So if you oh, hear have me, you done that to yourself with I it have. too. Perfect. I've, I've broken I my it. brain. So if I, I love it. if I end up saying Avernus during the episode, that's exactly why. So um, uh, hopefully it'll be more than once, and we can get an uh, Avernus count. Like a ding, ding, ding. <laughs> yeah, so, just uh, like a little clicker. I need a clicker. Uh, as I uh, mentioned before, it is the first layer of the nine hells of Bator. And it's the primary battleground 
for the Blood War, which we will be discussing in greater detail once we start talking about Planescape. And I am oh so excited about that. He is so very hyped. He is ready to go. I mean, I feel like if if you listen to our patron roundtable last week, I think I think just about it everyone. It kind of sounds like we're all ready to like go. We're, we're I know. all like, yeah, LFG. And the art, like the artwork <laughs> that they've leaked, I don't want to say leaked because, like, I mean, it's like the artist saying, like, "Hey, this is my art." That's not necessarily like you know, this isn't like anonymous, like posting the stuff out. Um, but the artwork that has been posted has been uh, just absolutely wow. chef's choice, uh, chef's kiss. All oh, top choice, top shelf. Top it's chef's so it's so hot. Dealer's uh, choice, chef's kiss, bees knees, IRL. Uh, I was I was literally about to say Avernus. Avernus uh, is the ancient name for a volcanic crater that is uh, located in Italy, uh, which the Romans believe was the entrance to the underworld. So that is where that is you know your IRL inspo oh. for for this little tid, for this little uh, like section that. of Faerun. So mm-hmm. the the largest layer of Bator. Uh, and you know one of the most traditionally infernal and when we say infernal we yeah that that very um you know um iconic like hellish image uh you know blasted hellscape with rivers of lava and you know just barren hills you know uh, rocky mountains as far as the eye can see like you know when you think of hell you probably envision something that looks like avernus right it says that to scale the mountains or to move too quickly was unwise at best since uh, several different kinds of crystals like obsidian and quartz uh, just like jut out from the land. And uh, oh. they not only like will, you know, rip apart your clothes, like catch on, snag onto your threads. Yeah, that doesn't but, feel great. Uh, but we'll also, I mean, yeah, if you're wearing like a nice shirt, like hey, that's my favorite shirt. That's that's the that's my that's my Loth uh, Spider Queen. Uh, shirt that oh, I, okay. uh, I was gonna say why are you wearing your favorite shirt into hell and then it's, well, if it's you know, your Lolf spider queen shirt then yes that's yeah th- that i got off the dress for the job that you want okay? exactly the one that i got off the dnd lore cast red bubble with Ooh, a, a main, I hear there's a bunch of really great merch there oh there it's 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 uh chef's choice up there <laughs> that's what i'm saying it's the bee's knees baby so yeah so it'll it'll cut your fine threads and it'll also uh, go ahead and slice up your flesh. So, oh, yeah. So, yeah. Again, be very mm-hmm. careful as you traverse Avernus. Uh, the presence of rocks, boulders, you know, the the like, uh, you know. And I love this little detail. Some of which seem to resemble tormented faces and shapes of creatures. You know, I I don't think that is just by happenstance. I don't think that in this hellish place where people, you know, where creatures were, you know. You know, living beings that were once living beings are now being tortured, you know, for infinity. I don't think that they just happen to have rocks that resemble the tormented faces of people, right? Those right, gotta probably, be probably not. But um, so I don't know if you know, but this like the 37th anniversary of the release of the labyrinth. I think that was like today. It's like within the next day or two, or it is today. But you're talking about these rocks being shaped like faces, and I'm picturing them going through the uh oubliette it's the the path you take will lead to certain destruction is what's popping in my head i um time to yeah if we're talking about hell and possibly avoiding it 
I want to go yeah. ahead and make a confession. I have only seen Labyrinth but the once. Uh, and I saw it as an adult, so it really didn't like imprint itself on me. Yeah. It's kind of like, oh, that's a weirdo movie. I'm like, I can see like why, why people yeah. uh, like friends of mine, the people that I you know uh, would you know be friendly with, right? Uh, are, uh, saw that as kids and were obsessed with it. Yeah, it was for me. It's there's a nostalgia thing, but also my um my stepsister. Like growing up, that was one of her favorite movies, and so we would watch it. She'd want to watch it over and over again. And of course, the older kids wanting to hang out with me. I was the baby. It's okay, whatever you want to do. But I absolutely love it. The costuming in it is gorgeous. But anyway, that's what I was picturing is those big giant faces down in the tunnels talking to you. So these these uh, faces that, that, that are rocks, these rocks that look like faces, uh, <laughs> they they make the terrain extremely treacherous. Uh, you know, and at you know, obviously difficult to cross well, at yeah, any at a pace quicker than a fast walk. So you're not, oh. you know, you're not running across Avernus. Oh, yeah, you might step in somebody's nose hole. Uh, rubble covers the vast ashen plains of the of the layers charred wastes. Uh, uh, fireballs. You know, that's the ground up in the sky. You have fireballs racing across the sky, and. You would think, like just like looking at it, you would, at, at first glance, it seems to be just a random, you know, at at, at random, you know, just a sort of uh, hodgepodge of fireballs shooting right. across the dark sky of Avernus. But if you actually pay closer attention, and mm -hmm. you actually um, perceive like a targeted motion, so there's there is there is method to the madness. Oh, fireballs with the homing capability some gps for sure absolutely uh and then so that's you know in the sky and then once they actually hit the the earth uh obviously that it's, it's scorched leave uh craters smoking burnt corpses in their wake you know any anybody any anybody or anything that happens to be in, in its path will be um what uh you know what kind of like the the skeletons in terminator 2 that's my old movie reference there we go nice nice uh and it's it's a solid reference i get it if i look if i could make a t2 reference in at least once a month i think i think we're doing all right that's it's a, fair it's a fine film it is, that's a, absolutely i feel like that's one of those like i've seen all of it but i could not tell you what happens in it but i've definitely seen all of what? it throughout the years oh man it's so great i mean sitting down to watch it like that time period i wasn't it wasn't my thing at that point in time but we've been revisiting old movies so we'll see what else pops up and uh, yeah they will finally get some of sergio's references the original is has an amazing 80s soundtrack it's so good like oh, very synth synthy for sure oh yeah uh, so let's say you're you find yourself in Avernus for some uh -huh, uh -huh. godforsaken reason. Uh, you would need, and you see these fireballs racing across. Yeah. The sky. Um. Where do I sign up to not? Well, I mean, if if you are there, that's either by choice because you are uh braver than you are smart, uh, or you're you're stuck there. In which case, yeah, yeah, you're out of luck. Um. But if you do oh, see these fireballs. One. You should probably find shelter, build yeah, some yeah. some kind of structure, some kind of building, a cave, you know, or oh. risk or risk death. Oh, got it. Outside death, inside not as much death. Not as much, but still, the air is you know it's clouded with this volcanic oh. ash, and it's blighted with swarms of flies. So it's 
completely acrid. It's not, it's, it's not a great place to be. Right. Well, I mean, you know, it's probably in the name. Right. It's, it's, it's hell. Uh, hell. uh, Clouds of red and black flickered with orange flames. Um, But, and this is always, this is, it has to be unsettling. Uh, Like if you look up in the sky, you don't see a sun or stars, just a constant blood red light that completely permeates the air. Oh, uh, and that's, I mean, that's kind of par for the course because blood is yeah. kind of like, it's essentially like the symbol of Avernus. It's kind of like what, I, you know, what Avernus is known for. Right. Uh, that, do- that does make sense. Because, you know, it's it's where the river of blood that runs through mm-hmm. Bator, you know, collecting, you know, rivulets from like every sort of nook and cranny and stream and pool uh mm-hmm. from from the victims of millions of battles from the blood wars uh as well right. as like you know tortured victims um mm-hmm. so practically all of the the entire plane of avernus is bathed is covered in a coat of blood uh and i love this covered with bones and gore where whether devilish demonic or otherwise acting as a grim reminder of the regular bloodshed that marked an average day in Avernus. Covered with bones and gore. I mean, such a pretty descriptive like phrase that it's just so, it's so pretty. What a weird thing to say about bones and gore, but it is. I like, uh, if that isn't already the name of a cannibal corpse song, then it it needs to be (laughs) covered with bones and gore. I mean, I'm sure we'll, we'll hear one soon. They're, totally probably listeners oh i I mean i would hope so one Uh, one could only as with all the other as with all the other lower plains you know we have the river sticks running through avernus you know Mm -hmm. with its number of offshoots and and whatnot um and as we stated in the river sticks episode a few months back or a few weeks back uh rivulets lake streams all flowed across uh, avernus's plains and feed into the river uh, and which and at, at one point it flows to the edge of the layer. The river Styx does, and uh, it was later located at at its center thanks to relentless Batezu campaigning and conquering uh, gate towns along the layer's edges. A little bit of um. Oh, I I, what is it? Uh, you can do it in Animal Crossing, <laughs> where you change the uh, the environment. <laughs> Landscaping. Uh, there's like another term for it. Um, oh, I'm I like you have so many people right now like screaming at I their uh, at their phone at their, or at mm-hmm. um, shaking their fist at their head. Right. Um, so, uh, the famous material known as Batorian green steel, mm-hmm. like it can only be found on the wasteland level of Avernus. Mm. This uh very rare ore is extracted. From deep shafts, you know, deep mines in large-scale mining operations, and can be used to forge green, green-tinted steel, which is tougher, sharper, and lighter than steel found on the prime material plane. So that's kind of like the. Hmm. Um, that's like, the uh, that's the steel that all the like the boats are made from that are used to get around um, 
like ethos like it's the only kind that is capable of withstanding the heat there yeah i was gonna say that's like that's the kind of um the kind of steel that you would like get on the qvc it's like or like you'd see like an infomercial for like you have someone Mm -hmm. like cutting Mm -hmm. cutting with like a regular steel knife (laughs) and like can't like get through it like there's gotta be a better way like well go down to avernus and buy yourself like oh i don't think that i i I don't think that i did they ship do they uh, ship yeah, it? I'll I'll pay for I'll pay the extra for the shipping for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, whether you are living or you're dead, uh, the entry point uh, for Bator is Avernus. It's the uh, it's the most commonly visited of the nine hells as a result, mm-hmm. because Asmodeus forbids any portals opening to other regions. Yep. And so because of this, you know your um, those who are entering or trying to enter Bator for one reason or another, whether it be to uh, save or plunder or, of course, just regular old damn souls, uh, you have to come through Avernus before reaching the other layers of the Nine Hells. Yep. And so the layer is frequently inhabited by the servants of other archdevils, uh, such as uh, Barbazus uh, that gathered the Forsaken or or Imp or Spinnigan uh, messengers, stuff like that. Right, it's kind of like uh, like it, like the Ellis Island of uh, of uh, of hell, <laughs> you know. And if you have lice, they put you in a in a room by yourself. Yeah, I was just the Asmodeus in the Statue of Liberty's like dress, mental image. You're welcome. <laughs> like, like dressed like a like a 1920s, uh, uh, like Lady like, Liberty. Oh, I was thinking he was like, you know, a little kid, <laughs> like kind of like a, oh. like a, like a, from Newsies. Like I, I like I've got I've got like, no, 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 no. I've I've got this scene from The Godfather Part Two in my head, oh my and so like gosh. he's by himself, and then they like inspect him, and he has lice, and they put him in a room by himself, and he's like staring out the window, singing like a really melancholy song. Oh my gosh. <laughs> No, I was just picturing a giant statue of him. Like whenever everybody's coming into hell, that's what they see. <laughs> He's modious dressed like Lady Liberty. Give me your damned. Give me your uh, forsaken. Evil. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll uh, take them. So okay, the, well, all right. <laughs> the primary reason for this magical restriction was, you know, very strategic, very practical. Uh, you know, for a demonic invading force or any kind of force, really, to access the lower layers of hell, they would be forced to conquer and claim the layer directly above it. So yes. they're like, you know, you just can't show up in, in you know, the, you in the second layer. You can't mass take over. Yeah, right. you can't just plan to take over like all you the gotta, layers infiltrated at once. Right. You, you gotta, gotta go through them in numerical order. Right. You gotta go in numerical order. <laughs> Nothing if you know, you know, that's very OCD in that to, way. I have to say, I do really, really, really appreciate that aspect that it is truly, truly I mean it's flames. Like it, it is, it is. The rules it, are the rules are the rules. And my heart loves it, but I shouldn't because it's hell. Uh I mean it it feels like the like the worst slash best like DM, like dungeon master. Like this feels yeah. Like it would like a dungeon crawl, like like you gotta like crawl your way through hell to get to the lowest level, and then you know get the big bad. Mm. Uh, so as the uh, buffer between the nine hells and the 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 abyss, 
Uh, Avernus mm-hmm. is incredibly dangerous, obviously, even without its natural hazards, um, mm-hmm. as you have you know demon armies, uh, devil armies trained for future battles. Uh, while the lair was once bustling with all cities and citadels, and you know it was yeah. a, you know it was it was kind of a happening place. Uh, it was popping. It was on and popping. Centuries of fighting, the blood war ravaged it so that it's oh. only perpetually like rebuilt strongholds, and you know pretty stout, yeah. fearsome looking fortresses are all that remain. Right, the places that needed to be and could be fortified. Right, exactly. Yeah, uh, it was, uh, you know, it's in a constant state of expansion, you know, by military conquest, you know, it's, it's constantly in a state of war. And like I said, we'll, we'll discuss the blood war in a, in a couple of weeks. And I mm-hmm. can't, I, and I wanted to start digging into it now. But it's like, no, I, I, I can't, I can't, uh, I gotta stay on topic. I gotta, I gotta do the research on Avernus. I can't. I can't read about the. I, I spent He's got like maybe the sweats like, like pulling at his collar. You're sweating <laughs> like. Um, I did. Oh spend, my gosh! Uh, I can't remember his name from airplane when it ends up landing the plane. Oh, I oh like yeah, pouring yeah. sweat down him. I yep. was thinking, um, oh, uh, the guy who played uh, Professor X in the in the new movies, not Patrick Stewart, uh, McAvoy. Uh, mm-hmm. not, uh, there's James? that James McAvoy. There's that uh, pretty like popular GIF of him like sweating. <laughs> I'm not sure what movie yeah, that from. works too. I know what you're talking yeah. about. Uh, so, um, the, whoever is ruling Avernus, and we'll get into uh, the ruler here in a little bit after the after the middle of the show. Uh, the ruler of Avernus is titled Lord of the First, which is awesome. That's pretty I love, cool. I love the Lord titles by layer. That is the coolest. Uh, currently, the uh, this position is held by Zariel. Who at one point was supplanted by Bell, not Bell from Beauty and the Beast, but Bell, a, um, a devilish general, <laughs> uh, who no then... wonder, right? Yeah, like you, if if that Bell girl is strange, no question, <laughs> it turns out that she's from hell. That's gotta be the bumper. That's gotta be. Uh, that's we've gotta put together like a little like uh, like a commercial for the show. <laughs> And that's got to be in there somewhere. <laughs> it has to be. Uh, so Zariel ran uh, Avernus, was supplanted by Bell, who uh, gained the fallen angel's trust and then subsequently Ooh. betrayed Zariel. Uh, oh. Zariel uh, subsequently supplanted Bell, you know, took this position back when Bell fell out of favor with Asmodeus. And when he was ruling, Bell dwelled in his own, own fortress at the center of the bronze citadel. See that and, fact could have been thrown into my song too. Dang, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, you know what? Yeah, you could. You no, we're good. You have homework now. <laughs> oh, good. To write That's what I need. <laughs> write a song about Avernus, uh, to the tune of I don't know what that, that the first song from from Beauty and the Beast, whatever the song title is. I don't know. <laughs> Not sure what it is, but we all know it. We all love it. Beauty and the Beast mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. again. Chef's choice. <laughs> we are gonna go to the middle of the show. Oh and gosh, we'll, yes, please. And when we come back, we will discuss. Um, we'll talk a little bit about uh, the history of of Avernus as well as uh, Zariel, just a, just a tiny bit. Ooh, okay. It is the middle of the show. 
Mary, what do we do in the middle of the show? In the middle of the show, we are going to talk about homebrew amazingness found over on the DM scale. This is where we talk about news if we have any. We uh, we tell you, you know, all the ways to uh, talk to us. And we have to thank our patrons. They got to go first. Every time. First and foremost. First and foremost. Thank you. Uh, Shout out to our newest patron. Leave your name is pronounced Omid. And if I pronounce it wrong, please correct me. I don't like doing that. <laughs> no, yeah. Thank that, you. We discussed, like, uh, we looked it up. We definitely want to pronounce yes. people's names correctly. Every time. And if you think there's a chance of me or him getting it wrong, you can also throw a pronunciation in there for us. We are perfectly okay with that. And I can go back and correct it later. But either way, thank you, thank you, thank you for your support. Um, it means the world to us. All of that goes towards us getting to do more for you guys and keep doing this so it's like a win-win here <laughs> if you want to join our patreon you can find us at patreon.com slash dnd lorecast which is the same name we use literally everywhere on um, all the social medias on all the social medias it's true yeah. on uh on tiktok on instagram mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh the uh soon to be released twitch we're gonna start mm-hmm. uh, streaming soon we're very excited about that Oh yeah, been uh, trying to perfect stuff for you guys. I'm I'm being nitpicky. We uh yeah we want to, we love doing this. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah we uh we we would do it if we uh we do it anyway. We uh, mm-hmm. rest assured, it's not like you know this is we talk about D and D for an hour every week between the two of mm-hmm. us. And then we never consider it again. It is literally <laughs> uh, going on it's, in the background of my mind. Yeah. Like uh, the discord's popping off all the time as well. More D and D happening there. And so, you know, we, we love, we love creating this kind of content. We love uh, building this community. We love uh, shouting out other creators, supporting other creators. Because, um, mm-hmm. you know, you know, when, when one of us shines to quote, Moira, uh, uh, I was gonna say Shroot, um, Rose, <laughs> Moira Rose. When one of us shines, we all shine. Um, so yeah, so thank you so much for supporting the show in this way. Mm-hmm. And if you want to support the show in other ways, um, uh, you can go to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, leave us some reviews, mm-hmm, wherever uh, you're listening to this app. Follow us on the aforementioned uh, social medias. Mm-hmm. And uh, and of course, like Mary mentioned, the Discord. We're always on the Discord, always willing to discuss D and D, and even other otherwise. Like you know, like I said, like we're you know we have uh, non D and D channels on the Discord where you can post pictures of your of your furry friends. It's true. It's true. There's uh, all kinds of stuff in there. Actually, there's yeah. Any it's 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 great. You should just come on over. Just just come look around and figure it out. Come on over. It'll be fine. We'll give you a tour. Just pop in and say hi. Uh, as far <laughs> as like D&D news, not really uh, too much this week. I think everyone's mm-hmm. kind of getting ready for um, Big B Presents Glory of the Giants, the release mm-hmm. uh, next mm-hmm. or here in the next couple of months. Uh, mm-hmm. So we're going to double down on some homebrew action. We have been mm-hmm. throughout the uh, Hotter Than the Nine Hell series, been highlighting Hellbound Heists which mm-hmm. gives you an adventure, uh, a heist-type adventure for every layer of of Bator. And so you uh, it has like 29 new monsters, 23 new items, a new background, all, all great stuff. 
right? It's got four and a half star rating. Uh, the Avernus job is a level eight plus adventure. A quick Ooh. trip to hell explores the short time Grumsh, the orcish god, spent in Avernus and what he left behind. Ooh. Interesting. So we've been highlighting that each and every uh, episode of the Nine Hell series. But I wanted right. to I wanted to get into some more homebrew action because homebrew is nothing if not like the just like the heart and soul of D D. Right. So we've got Encounters in Avernus. Now this is a oh. PDF for $5.95, and it's a mm-hmm. uh, bunch of great names. Ashley Warren, uh James Heck, uh James Intracasso, who is uh now um with um mcdm oh uh, this is a dm's guild adepts product which is essentially kind of like um it's got a gold logo on anything with a gold logo on the dm's guild is pretty mm-hmm. much um kind of like wizards of the coast approved like hey this is like, not a you know um not exactly official although this is adventurers league legal um but it's as close as you can get but Encounters in Avernus presents more than 60 short encounters for the wasteland of Avernus, the River Styx, and the city of El Turel. Uh, keep characters busy with these story-rich encounters that help flesh out the first layer of hell. The supplement is great for uh, Descent into Avernus or any other infernal adventure. And two longer encounter chains are included to help you craft an amazing story with Tiamat or Zariel. Hmm. And that as well is also four and a half stars. Uh, it's only five ninety five for the PDF, and Hellbound Heists uh, is fifteen ninety five for the PDF. Or you can actually get a physical copy as well. Which Ooh. you know me, I love my I love my physical copies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You got an addiction for them for sure. Oh, I can't I can't help myself. I just I love D and D so dang I get much. It. I, get I love it. I love I get them it. I love them TTRPGs. I love them so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go ahead and jump back into the show and finish up uh, Avernus. What do you say? Oh, yeah, I'm ready for it. Let's go. <laughs> welcome back and welcome back to hell. <laughs> welcome back to hell. Thanks for joining us. This so, is level one. Yeah, this is this is the first level. You've reached the um the the, the lobby of the uh, damned oh afterworld. <laughs> Afterlife. Uh, you know that the person at that desk would be so grumpy, but would have the most cheery uwu voice, and it would be so confusing and annoying. It would oh be yeah, amazing. Like I, I imagine the um from Office Space. Um, I can't remember the name of the company, but she like da 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 just a moment. Just a moment. <laughs> I have no idea. It's another what? episode. You've never yet. seen Office Space. I haven't. That's wild. That's wild. <laughs> Office Space is um uh it's a movie that, you know, for my age group, uh uh it came out mm-hmm. uh, a little, you know, I I I still enjoyed it, but I didn't really like get it until I actually like worked in an office and now I'm like, Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So uh, Avernus once ruled by the then arch fiend Tiamat. So this is before Mm -hmm. Tiamat becomes a a deity. 
Uh, yes. Just just a regular old Archfiend with five I mean, heads. We, I did talk about that. We did talk about there that. There was an episode about Wait, there's CMS. A, there's a, you know, if you need to know more. If you want, and who doesn't want to know more? Like, there's a there's an evil Tiamat. dragon lady with five heads. Uh, I'm I gotta Team know. Tiamat. I'm I got saying. I got to know more about that. Uh, right. So Tiamat served Asmodeus faithfully. Uh, her job was to prevent like outcast devils from uh, on the lair from becoming a threat. You know, because okay. you would think like like oh, that everyone's going to obey. It's hell, right? No, of course not. They're they're always scheming, yeah. always planning, always There's plotting. A, they're there for a reason. Right, right. They don't just show up there for no reason. And I love this, uh, but she performed so poorly that Asmodeus demoted her. <laughs> it's like, look. Yeah. I, I, I want I, I want to hear that I stand, conversation. I stand by this. I do. I have a soft spot for Tiamat. I was okay with it until Stubby Legs. Yeah, yeah. The little Stubby Legs that got me. So, and this was great. Poor like, thing. Um, being able to read her thoughts Asmodeus figured out huh. that her failure was you know uh was uh not deliberate i mean it was um Mm-mm. like she did it for a reason oh. and Asmodeus deigned to allow tiamat to remain in avernus unpunished and mm-hmm. even gave her a chance to regain this position if mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. she happened to impress him in the new role uh, which was being the guardian to the main gate of Dis. Yes. And so this was like this sort of um, arrangement lasted until 1346 DR when mm-hmm. Tiamat was elevated aforementioned, like as we said before, uh, to the status of a of a deity. And it was at this point when uh, Avernus is ruled by Zario until her betrayal by Bell. So it was during Bell's rule that, and this is, this is wild. This is like, this is like when you think of like devil scheming, like it's like it's yeah. this sentence to a T. It's during Bell's rule that Asmodeus asks Tiamat to offer like, you know, a uh, down low aid to Zariel in order to prevent Bell from becoming too powerful. So Bell's ruling, Asmodeus says, hey, Tiamat. Like keep this, keep this hush hush. Keep this on the low low. But can you help out Zario just to kind of you know keep Bell from becoming too powerful? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But this was all a ploy orchestrated with Bell to keep Tiamat herself in check, mm-hmm. which would effectively make her a prisoner. And uh, I was going to say Avernus in Avernus. You're at two times. You've almost done that it's, now. It's twice now. Uh, so it's, I, again, it's just like all the scheming, all the plotting, like days of our all lives could never. Days of our lives could never. Ugh, right. Uh, sometime after the spell plague, Asmodeus offers Tiamat the rulership of Avernus. You know, uh, but um, it doesn't, um, Tiamat doesn't accept doesn't uh doesn't uh wants to prevent a conflict with bell yeah uh, doesn't want to um disappoint asmodeus again yeah i don't want to mess up and i don't want to fight with with bell like i no how about how about i become your champion and devour all who oppose you 
<laughs> Next... they deal with that and i'll just eat whoever causes you problems look i'm, I'm to... hungry you got people need eaten let's um, work something i out. i have five mouths to feed i hope i hope <laughs> that you know at at my, at my regular desk job that one day mm -hmm. my boss will sit me down like hey can i talk to you sergio like yeah, absolutely what's up <laughs> It's like, hey, like you've been doing great. You've been doing a fantastic job. And we've noticed uh, you've been putting in the time, putting in the effort, and we would like to promote you. What do you think about that? It comes with a pay increase, comes with an extra week of vacation. Uh, and of course, you know, like, uh, you know, the, the sky's the limit from there. What do you think? Ooh, uh, that sounds, that's tempting. That's very tempting, but... Um, how about instead, uh -huh, I just uh -huh. I just become your champion, and anyone who might oppose you, I'll eat <laughs> them. Oh, I'll be fired. I got this, I got this barbecue sauce recipe. I've been dying <laughs> I've been... to try out. Um, so sometime, I, um, I would take a Nine Hells soap opera on our D and D network too. Oh yeah. Yeah, like uh very, oh, yeah. very much like in the in the telenovela like vein. Oh yeah. Like very just uh -huh. like super like extra and over the top. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Uh so sometime later, Bell, you know, like I said earlier, fell falls out of favor with Asmodeus. Uh and it's really his inability to repel this uh demonic invasion of Avernus. Uh, right. This is when Zariel reclaims her title as Lord of the First, you know, following you know, Bell's demotion. Right. Uh, Bell is then forced to serve as Zariel's advisor. Uh, remains one of her one of her chief lieutenants, and oh. uh, it's again, it's it's all a plot, all a ploy, you know, to claim the title back. You know, waiting for her reckless tactics to lead to a mistake that he can then capitalize on. Oh, they're set in place to keep each other in check and keep each other busy. Oh, so yeah. Asmodeus is... deal with them. Yeah, Asmodeus is Got pulling it. the strings 100%. 100%. Yeah, that makes sense. I get it. Uh, before Zariel's second rule, Avernus, like I said, was it has was this rich, civilized realm, cities, commerce, mm -hmm. trade, all that. And But like I said, the, the Blood War has reduced the entire layer to just a wasteland, essentially. Mm. A war zone, essentially. Uh, Weird right <laughs> a bloody war zone from the blood war no could never uh and yeah like the only functioning structures like we said were like you know these fortresses these military citadels that you know are strong enough to muster uh to stand up to like the to the to the to the combat mm -hmm. uh, upon her return to power zariel still enraged at having been at tiamat's mercy uh assists the cult leader uh, Severin Silrajan and also a group of Red Wizards of Thay, our old friends, the Red Wizards, yeah. to uh, to free her from Avernus, if mm -hmm. only to rid the lair of Tiamat's presence. Look, y'all want her to mess some stuff up. I don't want to deal with her. Let's work something out. Let's let's you scratch my back, I scratch your back, I unleash Tiamat from hell, <laughs> that sort of thing. I don't have to deal with her. She's your problem now. Uh, so some uh, locales, if you are, yes. if you find yourself in Avernus, like, like mm -hmm. what, what do you, uh, what are some tourist spots? What are some tourist attractions? Mm. Where is our, uh, like our, uh, oh my gosh, I do hope they have one of those 
tour boats made from the uh, from the Victorian green steel. Right, like a like a ferry, kind of like a Disney ride. <laughs> right, and over to your left, uh, you <laughs> see the bronze citadel. <laughs> you see the bronze citadel, a huge fortress city, dozens of square miles in extent, and ringed by twelve heavily defended walls. That's uh, so many walls. <laughs> this is where the Lord of the First, uh, you know, kind of governs from for rules from. Right. Right. Uh, and it also houses uh, hundreds of thousands of lesser devils, you know, the the, the grunts, the troops, uh, as well mm-hmm. as um, like the the war machines, the the the, the vehicles and whatnot used right, in the, the blood war. Different infernal constructs and stuff. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, and it's constantly being added to in the form of new fortifications against attacks. So, I mean, it's probably like mm. being demolished in some in some respect and then being rebuilt to you yeah. know to withstand yet another attack right uh you've also got the great avernus road which oh. is uh massive leading from this fortress um in the bronze citadel where the lord of the mm-hmm. first rules uh for the purpose of transporting large armies of devils swiftly to battle that is just uh the names man i know oh, what yeah. that is right avernus exactly road. it's a pretty big road what do you think the pillar of skulls is is it um a pillar okay. made from skulls? By gosh, I think you've got this. Uh yeah, it's a, a it's a it's oh, it's so awesome. It's um yeah, it's a it's a pillar. I mean for lack of a better term, it's it's a, it's a pillar. It's just a mountain of skulls that are trophies essentially, those that have been killed in the blood war. And so oh, it's, it's just like a pile cool. of skulls of 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 victims of of those who have died, uh, and mm-hmm. this uh, location is very close to the entrance of Din, which is the second layer. And then uh, okay. there is Tiamat's lair, which is a tall mountain that is the prison of Tiamat. Uh, it's somehow connected to the dragon spawn pits of Azharul, which is Tiamat's mm-hmm. main realm. And it's actually near the base of the Pillar of Skulls. There's a massive cave mouth uh, near the base that leads into Tiamat's lair. And from here, she could guard, you know, um, the the gate to Dis against right. demon attacks. Hey, um, it is absolutely a pretty awesome thing. I think it's like what skulls and like flesh and all wiggly and gross and writhing. It's 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 beautiful. It's pretty nasty. It's awesome. Pretty badass. Uh, so if, how do you get to Avernus? How do you, you find yeah, your, so you, how if do you, I wanted how do you, to pop in, how do you make one of the worst choices you could possibly make? Right. I, let's say I want to have tea with Tiamat. Not Tiamat. Tiamat. Uh, so a portal to Avernus, uh, it was, there one was erected in the spring of 1346 DR year of the Bloodbird, in Ooh. the burial glen of Mithranor. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the Bainites, by those, uh, you know, by those followers of Bain, uh, mm-hmm. but under the influence of Zentarim agents, and by proxy, a cabal of Alhun living in the ruins. Okay. Uh, the Alhun had it erected so that the devils it spawned would prevent the Pharims in the area from attacking the liches while they search for the city for magic. Oh. Uh, yeah, Gosh. it's absolutely wild. Like the like why this came about like there's so 
many things that could kill you. Like imagine like you're um a, isn't a... an Alhoon, isn't that like those are the they're mind flare related, yeah? Yeah, they're like um the ones that were kicked out. They're like um uh like like Stingray. No, 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 I'm thinking of something completely different. Yeah, uh Alhoon are um yeah, like the outcasts. I think they're the outcast ones. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, cool, perfect. And so An entire cabal of outcast mind flayers. Right. Like the ones the mind the so, ones where the mind flayers were like, wow, you guys are not cool. You guys gotta get out of here. Oh my god, it's just a group of nerds hiding up there and everybody's afraid of them and they're like, oh, thank goodness, somebody's gonna leave us alone and we can read our books. No, Play houses and humans undisturbed. No, they're not. No, they're not. They're not. They're they're pretty awful, yeah. Oh. Dang. All right, uh, fine. So although this portal to Avernus was intended to only remain open for a short time, interference yeah. caused it to become permanent. And oh. yeah, so uh, this portal uh, was eventually closed by the Knights of Mithranor, uh, but mm-hmm. only it was uh, 11 years later. So for 11 years, mm-hmm. uh, the devils that, it, yeah, like it unleashed to devils. Hell just open, just the highway to hell, just just open, just wide open. Uh, devils unleashed uh, to infest the ruins uh, until the Elven Crusade of 1374 DR. So not only so, the portal opens in 1346. It's not right. closed until 1357, so and it's then open for eleven years. But and then it's not even. It's almost twenty years after that that all the devils that yeah. Get, oh my gosh! Wild stuff. Uh, that is and, insane. Another portal to Avernus was erected in Dragonspear Castle by a Kalashite mage after Darrow's Dragonspear, the one who had built the castle, was tricked into sacrificing mm-hmm. himself. So this was in uh, 1290 DR, Year of the Whelm. The wizard binds, the Kalashite mage binds Darrow's dragon companion, Halathalayer. That's the best I could think of. Uh, in a magical slumber, and then tricks Darrow's into sacrificing his life and activates the portal that leads to Avernus. That is fantastic. Halat Aflair. Is that? I said it all right. Look, yeah, all, again, once neat. again, all um, these I'm names still, are made up. <laughs> right. I'm still over here. The year of the whelm. So it's not under. It's not over. <laughs> just the whelm. You're just, just whelm. Per- perfectly whelmed. <laughs> it's just perfectly whelmed. I could go for a nice perfectly whelmed day. Right. It's I mean, been a while. it has been a while. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much for listening to our insane ramblings about <laughs> hell and D. Yeah. Uh, we couldn't, we, like we said in during the middle of the show, we love, absolutely love doing this. Uh, we, do. we love supporting um, the community. We love building the community. Mm-hmm. We love supporting other uh, creators. Uh, if you haven't uh, checked it out, we sat down and spoke with uh, Christian Allaire. Uh, the creator behind Rise of the Black Coven, which is on Kickstarter right now. Uh, oh. You can go and support that. It's um, something that, you know, we're not, you know, this is, there. we have no skin in the game, so to speak, nope. other than we think it's an awesome it's just product awesome. and we want yeah. to support others as much as possible. It's, yeah, it's it's just beautifully put together, thought out, and just very well done. And he's he's an absolute treasure to talk to as well. So go ahead and check that out. Uh, it's a part of our uh, D&D Lorecast Presents series, which are just uh, essentially uh, extra special episodes where we talk to content mm-hmm. creators and, and folks like that to 
the people in the community to kind uh, of yeah get okay. more rounded out you know the other part of it because we we find our players a lot but you know and there's the traditional stuff and the stuff and wizards of the coast but i like talking to everybody that's involved in it yeah absolutely well, again, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for supporting the show. Thank you for letting us be a part of your life for this short amount of time. We hope to we hope to see you back again. Yeah, we'll do this more. My name is Sergio. And I am Mary. Fare thee well, dear listener. And until we meet again, may all your 20s be natural. Thank you for listening to the Dungeons & Dragons Lorecast. If you've enjoyed the show, consider following us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at D&D Lorecast or jumping into the Robots Radio Discord to chat more with us about Dungeons and Dragons. We'll see you soon. You've been listening to a Robots Radio podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net.